Welcome back to the Asian Conservative Lawyer. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. So we got some, you know, drama that I didn't even really want to talk about, but it is it is something we should talk about because it is something that is, you know, really serious. Because if we are to defeat the liberal mind, the liberal liberal hive mind, we really need to band together. And I've spoke about this when Kim Klasik decided to sue Candace Owens for defamation. I said that this is just really sad because I like both of them. I like Candace Owens. I like Kim Klasik. And so we need to have um, unity between the Republican Party, especially just conservatives and Republicans and libertarians should unite together in order to us to defeat the liberal hive mind. Let's be completely honest here. Liberals and the Democrats are just an unstoppable force right now. It's not. It's like David versus, you know... It's not even David versus Goliath at this point. It's like Goliath versus an ant. And, you know, they have the media. They have the social networking. They have billionaires. They have all the millionaires. I mean, name one conservative millionaire. And no, we're not going to talk about the old guys that are, you know, badass and badass. But let's be completely honest. Um, there's a lot more younger people that are Democrats. All right. I mean, when you think of... Um, Republicans, what are you thinking of? Clint Eastwood, he's like 95. I mean, he's a total badass. You think of Mel Gibson, he's like 65, 70 years old. Still a badass. I mean, all the Republicans and conservatives, they're just, you know, they're a little bit older than usual. So, I mean, we don't really have much of anything. We don't have much of anyone or anything to fight against. And then if we're looking at conservative, you know, conservative uh, media what do we got fox and that was bought by disney i mean 21st century fox but rupert murdoch decided to keep the news station you know thank god um the billionaires we have the Koch brothers but i think one of the brothers passed away i think both of them died so we just that that's all we have we don't have you know cnn the view um Facebook, Jeff Bezos, I mean, Elon Musk still identifies himself as a liberal, but he's kind of a moderate. He's not like, you know, true blue conservative, but, you know, he kind of aligns with it. I think it's just kind of a power play mover at this point. Um, so, yeah, we don't have much of anything, and it makes me really sad that I have to talk about this, but the drama between... Steven Crowder and the Daily Wire. As you know, Daily Wire is Ben Shapiro's um, news source. And he aligned with Jeremy Boring, I believe his name is. And they created a, you know, news outlet. It's become quite popular. Um, a lot of young people start going to it. And Steven Crowder was attached to, you know, he has his own show, but his... Um, I, I think they're called MCMs, MCNs. So in order to get something, you know, like anything, really, it's kind of like a movie, you know, a movie. You have the director, you have the actors, um, but the studio is what gives the money or the producers. They call them producers. Um, they're the ones that give the money for it. So let's say... Marvel wants to create a new Avengers movie that's, you know, what, Avengers number 35? Um, Avengers number 35. So 
Disney gives them money, okay, to pay for directors, pay for, you know, staffing, employees, special effects, all this stuff. They use that. And um, when the movie comes out, that money goes back to the producers and then some of it trickles down down low. So with YouTube, it's about this. It's kind of like the same method. Once you get big enough, you have to choose someone. Um, Machinima for video games was a really popular one back in the day. Um, if you don't know who Machinima is, I mean, they, they were kind of heinous. They're kind of a bad company. But they were like in charge of like almost every kind of video game media. So you have like the top 10 playlists. You have Screw Attack. I believe they were part of Machinima. Um, you had a bunch of, you know, Sniper Wolf. You had a bunch of YouTube Twitch stars that were part of Machinima. And so they would make money and it would be funneled to Machinima. And Machinima would kind of just rain it down. Okay. They would take the majority percentage and... They would, uh, you know, Sniper Wolf would get, you know, a percentage. And if it's making like $20 million, Sniper Wolf gets $2 million. That's still a lot of money. So the Daily Wire kind of acts like that um, because YouTube is, you know, finicky like that. And so Steven Crowder's boss company is The Blaze. And apparently The Blaze is, the contract is run out. Steven Crowder doesn't really like that. And so he read an offer and this was, you know, to Daily Wire's credit, it wasn't an actual offer, okay? You could still manipulate. It wasn't a contract. But the contract was, you know, $50 million. And if he doesn't make money, they can pretty much fire him. That's, that's like the contract. And Steven Crowder had an issue with this and spoke about it. And he considered, you know, Daily Wire a shill, all right? And it's really unfortunate because Steven Crowder and Ben Shapiro are pretty much my heroes. I mean... I started this channel as someone to make fun of the Young Turks. And just like Steven Crowder, he, he originally started making fun of the Young Turks for a while before I did. But I started doing it in terms of like, I'm going to mock them in a conservative light to just, you know, joke around and be angry all the time like um, Cenk Iger does. <laughs> but instead of, you know, going, of course, and making up stuff, I actually do the research and I actually look up, you know, news sources and stuff like that. And if someone catches me, which usually someone does, I do make mistakes. I do in the next podcast, I do, you know, air it and say, actually, I was wrong about this. And it's actually this. So, you know, it's just how it is. I, I'm just me. There's, there's no other, you know, MCN or whatever they're called. It's literally just me. I do everything and whatever. But anyway, Steven Crowder got offended by this, you know, offer. And so he created a website saying, like, stop the steal or stop the, you know, con and stop the conservative movement. And so Jeremy Boring came out and he read the contract or it wasn't the contract. It was like the pre-contract thing. It wasn't actually he didn't have to sign it. It was just here's the offer on the table. You can, you know, manipulate it the way you want or, you know, we could just say no. No, thank you. So um, Jeremy Boring read it out loud in the YouTube cha uh, channel. And then Steven Crowder came out and, you know, rebuked that offer and said, you know, 
it was the Daily Wire that did it, and it's you know this issue. And then now Ben Shapiro has talked about it, saying that Steven Crowder is no longer a friend, and this is disgusting, and you know whatever. He did a lot of lawyer talk. I mean, that's what I. I mean, let's get be honest. Ben Shapiro is a lawyer. He went to Harvard Law, um, but it, it was very. It seemed very like okay. I'm saying things to tiptoe to kind of make it seem like Steven Crowder's bad, but. You know, I, I don't want him to sue because it could be true or false. I mean, it's it's kind of like that. Um, so I didn't really buy Ben Shapiro's, you know, like attack on Steven Crowder. It didn't seem very genuine. And it sounded more lawyerish, you know, very yes or no. Like, this is what happened. You know, take take it as you will. Anyway... Um, Stephen Crowder has not responded, but I see it all over, you know, the media and it, it kind of bugs me that this is what the conservative movement's going through. And, um, we really need to sit down and we need to really focus on our enemy. I mean, it's not even, it's not about Stephen Crowder. I mean, yes, it was from the contract. It looked like a lot of money, but it's not even about the money right now. And I know Ben Shapiro is like, oh, it is about the money, you know, because I'm running a business here. Jeremy Boring is running a business. And yes, you are running a business, but we have to look at our target. Our target is not just, you know, making money. Because we're looking, we have to look out for the little guy. We got to look out for the conservatives. We are outnumbered, outmatched. But I still think we can win. We can win this and turn America into a great and amazing country once again. And I keep reiterating that it is still a great country. But, you know, slowly and slowly, it's starting to die down. I mean, people in Rome before the fall of Rome, people didn't think that Rome wasn't the greatest city in the world or the greatest civilization in the world at the time. They didn't know that it was like collapsing in on itself and that another, you know, civilization was going to spawn from it. No, they they were like they were just living their lives and, you know, they were just doing what they were doing and then it collapsed on itself. So just like America, that could happen. All right. The fall of Rome and what's happening to the United States are eerily similar. All right. I've written about this in a thesis and I could publish it if you guys really want me to. But we really need to focus on the natural enemy. We need to focus on the Democrats, right? Now, speaking of which, I know you guys wanted to listen to more news. And I'm going to tell you something. Well, let's see. Joe Biden got caught with more classified documents, which is, you know, completely insane that, oh, well, having documents in Mar-a-Lago safe guarded by Secret Service is you know, not acceptable because it's in his domicile, but putting, you know, open boxes next to your Corvette in a locked garage. Yeah, I mean, that that's perfectly fine. That's classified evidence. And so apparently they found even more classified uh, documents. And now the liberal media doesn't know what they're doing. Merrick Garland had to be like, okay, yeah, we're going to press charges on Biden. Do I really think anything's going to happen to Biden? Um... No, I, 
I mean, this is their best shot. This is the Democrats' honest-to-God best shot because they know his approval rating is in the tank. It's not going up. His approval rating's the worst. And they know that if it's Ron DeSantis versus Biden, Ron DeSantis is going to win. There is no possible way Biden is going to win if it's Ron DeSantis versus Biden. Now, if it's Ron DeSantis, or not Ron DeSantis, if it's Trump versus Biden, Biden is going to win. Um, that's the issue because people are dumb. We've established this in the midterms. People are just stupid. And, you know, they just see the liberal media outlet saying orange man bad, and that's what people follow. I mean, let's, I want Trump to win, but I'm going to be completely realistic. He, he cannot win with Biden, okay? Biden just has that, you know, I'm a conservative, you know, I'm a moderate Democrat. I, you know, I grew up on a farm. I rode a train, even though none of that's true. Um, that's what he portrays himself, and that's what people like. He is, you know, true blue. And so they're, the Democrats are really stuck between a rock and a hard place at this point. Because on one hand, if Trump gets the nomination, it's going to be Trump versus Biden. Biden can win. All right. Biden would probably win. Now, if it's Ron DeSantis versus Biden, then Ron DeSantis will win 100%. Ron DeSantis will just kick the crap out of Biden. But on the other hand, if it's Trump versus Kamala Harris or Trump versus anyone else that the Democrats have, Trump's going to win. Trump's going to definitely win. Ron DeSantis versus anyone else, Ron DeSantis is going to win. Okay, But they're more like looking at Trump. Because Trump has Trump's probably going to win the primaries. So they want to kick Biden out because he cannot win against Ron DeSantis. However, they want him in because he can beat Trump. So this this is kind of, you know, the, he, they're stuck in a rock and a hard place right now. Because on one hand, if they keep Biden in and the primaries are over and Ron DeSantis wins... You know, Biden's going to just lose outright and they're going to lose a spot. Now, if Biden stays in and with his low approval rating, Trump gets in, then Biden's going to win and they can still keep their power in the executive branch. Now, if I don't know how I'm going to say this, but if Biden gets kicked out and it's Kamala Harris versus Trump. Trump's going to win, and th that's what they're afraid of. Or if it's Kamala Harris versus Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis is going to win. So Democrats are stuck between a rock and a hard place. They want to impeach him. That is a fact. They are looking at it. They want him to resign or impeach, but they don't know what's going to happen in the future. They don't know if it's Ron DeSantis versus uh, Trump. And by that time, if they don't do something now, then Ron DeSantis is going to use that against them. He is 100% going to use that against them and say something along the lines like, well, we, you know, you had a chance to impeach a criminal and yet you didn't do it. And that'll be the death knell. And then in every debate, could you imagine a young, you know, politician that pretty much saved Florida even after a hurricane right before the midterms and he won Miami-Dade by 10 points? I mean, Miami's like true blue Democrat, and he, Ron DeSantis won because of how he handled 
the um, hurricane. I think Hurricane Ian. I don't remember. So could you imagine Biden versus Ron DeSantis? It, it would be a bloodbath. It would be insane. But then could you imagine Kamala Harris versus Donald Trump? That would be a bloodbath. Kamala Harris would be easily beaten. Like easily against, you know, Trump. So Democrats really had to figure it out. Actually, I don't want them to figure it out because they're they are effing this country up so bad. Eggs are like $10 for a dozen. It's just insane. And before you go and say, oh, it's because of the bird flu. No, that's bullcrap. That is bullcrap. And the reason I say that is because you heard me bitching about the price of food from the minute of this podcast. From the very start of this Jamil Gabriel show to the Asian conservative lawyer, you heard me bitching and complaining about the price of eggs, and you heard me bitching and complaining about the price of chicken on how it was $1.99 to now $3.50. So, no, you cannot tell me, you cannot tell me that, oh, it's the birth flu. It's just like the gas crisis. Oh, it's Putin's price hike. Really? What about the year prior to, you know, the war in Ukraine? What about that? Are we going to talk about that? There were a whole entire year. Gas prices were increasing. And then all of a sudden, Putin invades. And then you're saying, oh, it's Putin's price hike. I'm not that stupid. I'm not stupid at all. But to say that. So, no, I don't buy this bird flu bullshit. Okay? You're, you're full of shit. Quit, quit just drinking the Kool-Aid. You just, you realize it. You're realizing now, uh, maybe Biden was a bad choice. Inflation sucks, guys. Yeah, that's what the problem is. It has nothing to do with the bird flu, even if there was a bird flu. There was been numerous bird flus, and egg prices didn't go up to $10 a fucking 12 or a dozen. So anyway, um, I'm just going to leave it off with this today on this episode. If you guys want you know, real good media and want to hear me complain, please subscribe, um, tell your friends. And, you know, I really do appreciate it. I really do appreciate you guys listening and my sporadicness. Um, if I can get like a decent amount of subscribers, I know this is e-begging, but just listen. All right. If I can get a decent amount of subscribers, it probably motivate me to like make, you know, more stuff frequently and i know you know it's not fair for the people that have started listening from the get-go but and i really want to thank you guys a lot for it because i've been on a roller coaster ride this entire time i started the podcast i've had you know offers for guests i've had offers to you know get editing done i've had um i've had what is it advertisements come talk to me to like tell them you know hey you've hit this, you know, number on the conservative podcast list. And I really appreciate it. I mean, I'm number four in Czech, uh, the Czech Republic. So that's, that's pretty awesome. And it's all thanks to you guys. But if I can get a hundred just subscribers listening to, you know, my podcast, that'll be great. I will start doing this more frequently. I know I've been saying that constantly, but it's been like, you know, really tough when I just don't really have that motivation to do it. Um, especially when other things are coming down the line. I got my PC fixed, so that's the great news. I will start doing streaming. Um, you guys can watch me play video games really badly and talk crap. I don't 
I don't block you guys. I will actually argue with you. I do it all the time on Facebook. If you follow me on Facebook, you'll definitely know. And um, I really appreciate everyone. But if you want true blue news that's, you know, unscripted, none of that crap. It's just me talking about it. My vision of this country, my vision of the conservative party. So please subscribe. And thanks for listening. I'm Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.